Wake up. Wake up. Wake up. You ready to get funky? sanitation that got a hold of us sister of sanitation would be someone that works in the garbage industry and she was like uh today's gonna be kind of a crap day because of the weather she was all worried and asked for us to go way 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 back for the ride in song i like it yeah i know right i can remember being a little 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 kid a little ginger ninja and the album cover for this album in the year 1984. Wow. Yeah. Uh, cute little baby on it. Van Halen's Requested is your ride-in song today. It's Jump. It was your ride-in song, Jump. I had that to was exp- a good one. Explain to Steve it wasn't Bon Jovi. It's uh, Van Halen. <laughs> yeah, it's very confusing you to think me. I, you think everybody's Bon Jovi, and I actually have some Bon Jovi news for you. Oh, nice. So Bon Jovi, lead singer's name is? Bon Jovi. John Bon Jovi. Bingo. John Bon Jovi. So, uh, famous New Jersey natives include John Bon Jovi, Whitney Houston, Frank Sinatra, James Gandolfini. Mm -hmm. And they're all getting rest stops dedicated to them. Oh, no way. Yeah, and Bruce Springsteen respectfully denied the rest stop. Oh. Yeah, uh, but uh, then, like, Judy Bloom is going to get one and Connie Chung. And I'm like, I would love, I wish I could have the the rest stop. And then I'm like, but it would be called the fish rest stop. And that would be weird. <laughs> I think mm. that would be. Uh, I I like just fish stop. Fish stop. The fish. It, ha- stop. it has more of a flow to it. It's the problem with my name is like even when I wanted to open up a, a, a gentleman's club back in the day with Connie of Connie and Fish who we lost mm-hmm. years ago, uh, even just calling it Connie and Fishes still doesn't really work for that industry. No, I don't think in well. that industry fish should be anywhere in the name. Yeah, all right. <laughs> Probably you know, like maybe like fishing trips works, but obviously or fish fries, but yeah. strip clubs it just doesn't work. No, but I do like I remember you saying you used to want to open a bar called the Fish Bowl, right? Yeah, that was actually a secret. I was <gasps> telling you that oh, that's sorry. my secret name. It's kind of like just, a baby I just name. Revealed it. It's like a baby name. You know? So, like, when I told you that, I was like, hey, don't ever tell anybody. Oh, oh oops. Because one day I've I want to do everybody. that. I've told everybody. Yeah, I know. That's, well, I do. at least it's only six people. Well, and you remember the name wrong, so that's good. Oh, I did? Yeah, don't guess. Okay. Okay. I will, I will, I swear. <laughs> fish tank. I will dust off. No. You're an asshat. Uh, okay, so uh, I will dust off the corner of shame, something I had years ago, and I will put you in it for 30 minutes, and you will hate it. Oh, wow. All because of that? Yeah, that's like. Uh, I digress. It's like, it's like me talking about the fact that you two might have something going on and nobody knows about it. Yep. Hundred percent. You nailed it. You You got it. So they're both super uh, early too. Like being on time is uh, not necessarily in the scope of Christine and Steve's world. No. Apparently, Steve says babies, babies, babies. But you were late before you had kids. 
I've worked with you before you had kids. <laughs> yeah, but I yeah. wasn't consistently late. That's true. You weren't. You, you were uh, like late maybe once a week, twice a week. You're right. But now you have a steady flow. Yeah. Christine, it's been since October. So, you know, Connie was sick and we had you start coming in. But we had you coming in on a weird schedule. Uh-huh. So really, when was it? January when you started going full-time on the show? February, February. or March. She somewhere milked, around there. Rightfully so. Milked it for as long as she could, right? To mm-hmm. sleep in. Christine is about a... Three days a week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's not. That's you're like, uh huh. That's not. <laughs> that's not a good thing. I can't yeah, help you know. it. I mean, this morning, it's not that. I mean, I only woke up ten minutes after my alarm goes off. Now but this is the interesting. I woke part. up to puke from my cat in like three different spots. Okay, very similar stories here. I want you to hear the stories here. All right, because this morning she's like. My cat puked in three spots, so I had to clean up for my cat. You obviously don't have kids. You couldn't use kid excuse. No. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Cut to Steve, who gets here about three minutes before Christine, 20 minutes late. Uh, and <laughs> Steve, you had you don't you didn't have cat or dog situation. You no. had what? I had uh, a toddler that peed the bed, and then I had a baby that woke up mm-hmm. and uh, needed to be fed mm-hmm. and wouldn't go back to sleep. That's so funny. Puke and pee. <laughs> like, okay, we got to make this work. Fish is, you know, we don't want fish to figure this out. Puke and pee. Interesting. I'm noting this for the next time. Okay, so next time you deal with the pee, I'll deal with the pee. Yeah. Steve's. He's implying something here, Steve. <laughs> I actually didn't imply anything. I said, I think you two are hooking up. I think I, I, think I spelled it out. So there's a story out of Louisiana. So typically, Louisiana, you just play this. But the story is so fascinating. So I want you to think about, like, uh, camping, uh, RV, like, RV camping. Like, if you could do, get a good, I don't know, sleeps three, comfortable RV, mm-hmm. and go on an adventure. It's something I've always wanted to do, like, have one and just do it and go camping. That would be a lot of fun. I happen to marry the person that's not really into that, said she'll throw me one, but not now, and whatever. Uh, you would love it. Mm-hmm. Steve? I'm indifferent towards it. I'd Why? probably go on it, but I, I don't really care. So I want you to imagine you and your wife, Steve. Uh-huh. The uh, married what, like uh, six years or something like that? No, it's gonna be five years. Five years, okay. So married five years, September second. I already forgot again. Yeah, sure, that works. It is. Your wife. <laughs> that's what your wife told us. Married five years on September second, right? And you guys, you and your wife are gonna leave the kids with your parents. You're gonna get an RV, and I want you guys to drive out to Louisiana, uh, so you can go to this brand new trailer park RV park. Okay. Okay. His motto for this, he's trying to get attention. Actually, you're going to have to wait till May, so it's going to be next year. His motto for this is, bring your house and share your spouse. Oh, gosh, it's a swinging (laughs) RV thing, isn't it? The name of it is T-Boy's Swingers Trailer Park. Hey, everybody, I'm T-Boy. For now, it's just an empty plot of land 80 miles west of Baton Rouge. The guy running it plans to add a nude pool, a nude yoga studio, a poker hall for strip poker, and a key party cabana. Interesting. Brilliant. Mm. It's brilliant. Whether you're into the lifestyle or not, if you want to make money and you own 80 acres of land, this is a brilliant maneuver. I mean, there are places that exist like this. 
You, Lola, check this out. There's a sign out front that says you have to send a picture of your spouse to get approved. Oh, are you serious? Now, he <laughs> wow. says when he was interviewed, wow. he's like, hey, y'all, I was just joking. That's just a joke. You know, they're like, oh, is, is it, it though? though? Yeah. Is it? Yeah. Uh, people from all over the country have already been sending pictures. It, it opens in May. It's going to be it, sold out. Oh, for sure. Yeah. You're uh, you're in you're literally next May. Steve, you guys. No, I'm good. Rented RV. You and Brittany get your beautiful wife out. Can't you see this being turned into some type of reality show? Yes. Especially with the name, what is it, T-Boys? T-Boys Swinger, Swingers Trailer Park. <laughs> Straight up out of Mississippi or Louisiana. Oh, yeah. I, I can't mean, wait I think to see those, the type of crowd that right? goes there. I think one of those hub websites is missing out if they don't try to option that out and make a oh, yeah. <laughs> series out of it on their site. And clearly the guy was bright, uh, quite brilliant. It, it's it really Whether you're into the lifestyle or not, it's brilliant. I wonder it, if he brilliant. has a spouse or he's just trying to... What do you think? You think his name's David? Do you think David has a spouse and he's a... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, trust me. he has a, Or if he's like just that creepy guy that's like, I like your wife, too. Because yeah. he's Louisiana, too. So, you know, he won't be on me. Hey, Steve, I like your wife, Brittany, man. If you won't go down, I'll give you some free passes for the poker strip poker hall. Toot, go toot. Ahead. No, I'm toot, good. Toot, toot. toot. Yeah, go ahead, buddy. <laughs> Come on down. You get a couple drinks in Brittany. I hung out with her last weekend. She's fun. She is fun. I know. Yeah. <laughs> See that? Oh, boy. Oh, yeah. Mommy like it. Today's text question of the day will execute it in about two hours and 15 minutes. We post it up on all of our social media. And uh, it's a fun one today. I want you to know you're always anonymous. When you message via the app, you text. It's free download in the app store. Get the app. Uh, email. You know the drill, yo. So, Christine mm-hmm. is nervous about hers. Are you going to tell us the real solid answer that you thought of right away? Or are you going to do the safe one because you're a wuss? Uh, I don't know. I guess you will you can be the judge of that. I had different ones because I was debating because I've hid quite a few things from my parents. So. All right. We'll do you in a minute. First, Steve, uh, today's text question of the day is my parents would kill me if they knew I blank or blanked when I was younger. See, this is a problem for me because my parents are listening right now. Yes. So I am going to say was such a good, sweet boy. You're kidding. <laughs> I am going to abstain because I cannot be anonymous. And the only things that they don't know about, I never plan on telling them. Okay, I've known you. I've, I've been working with you for over four years now. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if you saw the company-wide email yesterday, but it was our anniversary. What? There was no company-wide was no email. Company I, like, I, don't, I don't check yeah. my email, so. Yeah, it was our anniversary okay. yesterday. So, uh, so I threw something up on social media. Not about you, but Connie, ah. obviously, because we lost Connie in January to cancer. So, you used to be, like, wussy, wuss-type person as well when it came to this. <laughs> but you have balled up throughout the past few years and done a great job saying things I know that must cause some friction at home sometimes. So, fine, you can abstain to that. Yay! But you have to tell us off the air what your real answer well, would have been. Well, you know all my answers, probably. I'll say them on the air, then. Don't tell us. <laughs> Today's text question of the day, my parents would kill me if they knew I blank or blanked when I was younger. I actually was not that bad of a dude. Mm-hmm. Snuck out here and there. They went away on vacation. My buddy came over, Tanya Sherman. You know, he, he crashed. Wow, Tanya, Tanya what a fun party. Uh, it wasn't meant to be a party. Oh, party a of one. Party of two. Tanya and I is what it was supposed to be. Not a party of one is, 
Yeah, no, not a party one, sweetheart. Uh, so that's nothing. But really, I think it would be the Purple Passion. I don't know if you guys huh? ever saw Purple Passion no. wine coolers, but it was a two liter and it looked like Grape Crush, but it was booze. Okay. And Mark Egler and I, you know, would get our hands on some Purple Passion and we would be uh, uh, consuming that. And uh, that, that was, you know, 17. I, didn't, oh. I wasn't really much of a drinker like early, like a lot of people were. Like, I really wasn't much of a drinker, but the Purple Passion, and maybe a little weed. Other than that, nothing. Yeah, Howie Clifford. We did Howie Clifford's house, probably. Yeah, that would <laughs> oh, be Howie it. Clifford. Yeah, that would be it. And I think my dad's listening, but he's in his 80s. He's going to forget in a week anyway. <laughs> <laughs> my parents would kill me if they knew You're I blanked when I was younger, smoked weed with Howie Clifford. That would probably be it. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Wow. I know, right? Scandalous. Don't even get me started about Betsy Ross. And there was literally a girl at my school named Betsy <laughs> Ross. She was like, Fish is always the sober one. Let's go talk in a room. And I love that you're sober because we're making out because you're not just, I'm like, oh, yeah. It was the first time I had the weed. Oh. The devil's lettuce. <laughs> yeah, I was like, hey, and then I got the munchies. I ate a giant bag of Doritos. And I'm like, okay, fatty, stop doing weed. All right, so my parents would kill me if they knew I blank or blanked when I was younger. Had I known Steve was going to abstain, I would not have started with him started with him because i'm if you say you're gonna abstain i'm not okay thank you i'm, I'm not tickle, i was i was debating between different things of hiding teacher's notes from my parents sneaking out having a party but i decided to what about something with a dude you got something with a dude uh it involves a male friend but not the way you think oh. so in high school uh, a friend and i used to drive together like we used to switch off like picking each other up or and driving each That's other cute. home because yeah. we lived very ne- like nearby each other what's his first name nick okay uh my parents love him uh but he and i we used to go into a subdivision um near like that was near where we used to live and it had like a really curvy road and we used to take turns in the driver's seat while the other person would be on top of the car. What? <laughs> and oh, we no. used to drive. Wow. Don't no, do this. No, don't no, do no, this. Don't, don't do, do this. this. But we used to do this, and we used to drive like one person would hang on the front of the car. I don't even know if she should share. drive really What's fast. What's the point? Because well, it was fun. No, don't. What? <laughs> At the time? I don't know if we, we were can young even and say, stupid. I, I might even have hit. This, should have hit the delay on that, but I won't. But I don't even know if we could say that again. Don't. Let's not say that one again. No. I don't want to give anyone ideas. But well, yeah. you just did. Well, you know. You don't heard do it was. that. Was it my subdivision? No, okay. it was. Uh, oh yeah, I forgot you guys. Chelsea, live right near Chelsea each other. Park. Okay. <laughs> okay. So wait, uh, do you have any other answers that involve um, <laughs> you and this Nick guy? No, he's gay. It's never stopped you before. <laughs> <laughs> Very true. Actually, and she, I think she succeeded once. Okay, I was uh, I was just having a conversation with Christine off the air uh-huh. about Javon. Oh, Javon. Javon is the name of the first person she really made out with. Not kiss. Like my the first person he I was kissed. My first I, kiss and make out. I was five. My parents found me behind the bush with our neighbor girl Shirley, and I was kissing her. So I was five. So my first real kiss, though, was like 13, 14 or something like that, like my makeout, you know, like with Erica such. Mm-hmm. And you were the first person I've ever met when I casually, organically ask you about the first person you uh, made out with that you don't say their first and last name. No, I don't give people's first and last names like you do. Well, it's, it's, it's an instinct. It's an instinct. Erica such. I, if, if she's in the area, you're, I, you're welcome or be mad. I grabbed your cans. We were young. Big deal. <laughs> Suck it up. But Christine was telling me about Javon. 
And Javon actually was a bad boy, but he she was. made him a good boy because he was a player. But what was the name of the first person that you made out with, Steve? The first person I made out like, with. Seriously, a good someone that you would I can, forget her last name, Heather. But would you? So you don't do the last name thing either. Well, I forgot her last name. Oh, you forgot it because yeah. she didn't matter. I get it. It was, <laughs> it was that bad. I want you to imagine this, okay? Imagine that not the first person you made out with, but a real serious relationship. Okay. okay. And you have a serious, serious relationship. And you live in New Zealand. Your name is Hayden Wild. You're a lady. Actually, Hayden's the man. <laughs> you're the ex. You're the lady of Hayden. You're the ex of Hayden Wild. And you were together and just didn't work out. Okay. He's a triathlete. And he goes to the Olympics. And he wins the bronze. And you're like, son of a... I could be there with him, or well, probably not there, but yeah. I could be on TV. I could be because you're in New Zealand. I could have been part of the come up. Like you're from New Zealand and you win a bronze. It's a big deal, okay? New Zealand's it's not like the USA where we're just banging golds all day, right. right? She goes on and she does an interview. It's the most brilliant. She's brilliant with it. Actually, I think. They're going to end up getting back together. We'll take a listen. I went to primary school with him, and he's grown so much. And Yeah, real real proud. I regret backing up with you. <laughs> nah, um, nah, I'm so proud of him, yeah. Yeah, she's like, I regret breaking up with you if you don't speak New Zealand. She said, I regret breaking up with you, and, you know, I'm a, we could maybe give this a go. I'd yeah. say no. Why? She sounds wonderful. She why? Now she regrets breaking up with him because he's making a name. She just again, she just wants to be part of the come up. Christine, his his come up is over in about It doesn't two matter. He has he's having his fifteen minute of fame. At least in New Zealand everyone knows his name and she's like, Oh, I wanna be a part of it. I yeah. say no. You say no, you wouldn't you wouldn't give her a shot. Or do a hit it and quit it and tell her deuces. <laughs> tell her deuces. Yeah, wow. you really did a great job fixing Javon. Yeah. What was his name again? Javon? Javon. Uh-huh. Yeah. I'm sure you fixed him. I think you're full of crap. Yeah, I, I think, yeah. Yeah. Christine Ology is coming up here at 7.30 this morning. Christine. Huh, that's a strange segue. You're going out on a that rant. That makes no sense. All I wrote down for my notes from what you told me earlier, because uh-huh. I don't know the whole thing, because I like the uh, organic the surprise, surprise yeah. yeah, is she's angry. I'm not angry. I'm. Indecisive? No, I'm just not a sure. little annoyed right. by what I see. So it's annoyance, not anger. No, it's not really anger, but I am oh, ranting. Oh, God, is this a mask I'm thing? ranting. No, why okay. would it be a mask thing? I don't know. Like, I, I just like everything seems to be a mask thing again. It's I like they're promise. coming back. I feel like uh, oh, that old rock song from ACDC, Back in Black, is about to play. You know what Ooh, I mean? That's like, a good one. Right. Back in Black, mask. You know, into something. Like, I, I just I feel like that's coming because people are now on social promise. media are like, you know, one way or the other. And I'm like, slow down. Calm down. Mm-hmm. Don't sneeze on your friends. Take a breath. We'll There's be okay. Nothing political or polarizing about what I'm ranting about. I actually think a lot of people would agree with me. Really? Yeah, I do. Uh, I know what it is. I know what it is. It's Christineology we're talking about at 7.30. It's something she rants about off the air all the time. What is it? Her frustration with tampoons. Ah, yes. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) That's the worst. All right. Uh, Christine, where is knowledge coming from today? Um, This is going to be so random, but I'm randomly craving apple juice. And I never drink apple juice, and now I want some. So that's a great one. I like that. Right. Knowledge apple can juice. easily, easily come from apple juice. Here we go. I learned something today. Every time I learn something new, it pushes some old stuff out of my brain. 
I'm learning. What did you learn? Ah, knowledge, my friends. Knowledge can come from a wide variety of places, including and not limited to an apple farm. <laughs> well, specifically apple juice, but it all does start at the apple farm. An apple farmer wakes up every day, does a stretch and a yawn and a stretch and then a yawn and a stretch, walks out to the apple tree and begins to milk the apples to get <laughs> apple juice. Okay. Now, wow. trees much have, have many, many forms of knowledge. So the knowledge from a tree will spread to the apple. And as the apple farmer has squeezed the flipples of the apple huh. and is milking from left to right and right to left and left to right, and the juice is coming out into the apple juice container, knowledge is being transported all the way to your local grocery store where you walk up to the apple juice farmer's product of apple juice and you're about to purchase it but you remember you know the farmer <laughs> so you drive out to the farmer's house and you say i'd like to get it straight from the apple and he says come with me and you go out into the farm of apple trees stand underneath an apple as he squeezes the apple flipples and milks apple juice <laughs> directly on your tongue, down your throat where it does a 180 degree turn past your eye socket into your brain, providing knowledge. Wow. Yeah, that's why Alicia said I should write children's book. Book. <laughs> Uh, I would not book. read that book to Children's my child book. about milking, <laughs> milking an apple it's through its nipples. Actually, the actually the name of the book is called Milking the Apple. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm good on that. Can you say that on the air? I don't think so. I don't even know if you should be looking that up. Let's drop some quick knowledge on you. Huh? I spent too much time on milking my apples. <laughs> All right, Yosemite National Park has struggled to design garbage can because car cans uh, because they have. Uh, to be easy enough for humans to open, but complex enough so bears can't. And they found there's a considerable overlap between the intelligence of the smartest bears and the dumbest tourists. Oh. So, yeah. That is that. hilarious. You know refried beans? Yeah. Do you know they're only fried once? No. Yeah. That name came from uh, a mistranslation of the Spanish name frijoles refritos, which means well-fried beans. Mm. So it's actually refried beans are actually well fried beans. Interesting. They're so not, not fried and fried again. Nope. I feel like I've been lied the to. The more you know. Yeah. Right. right? A city uh, called Dull in Scotland, D U L L Dull okay. in Scotland, is sister cities with a city in Oregon. Mm -hmm. Do you know what the name of the city is? Bend. Exciting. Boring. Oh. <laughs> yeah. So Dull, Scotland, and Boring, Oregon. Neil Armstrong and the crew from the Apollo 11 had to fill out custom for customs forms when they landed back on Earth. That I thought was dumb. I'm what? like, really? Yeah. When Neil Armstrong landed back on Earth, he had to fill out a customs form. That is so weird. Uh, and finally... I hope he had something to declare. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be great. I got some booze at the duty-free on the yeah. moon. Yeah. <laughs> moon gin. Yeah, baby. Uh and finally, the movie The Wizard of Oz. Uh -huh. Familiar? Yeah, of course. The mm -hmm. original Wizard yep. of Oz. You know when it was uh, snowing in the movie Wizard of Oz? Uh, that was actually pure asbestos. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I've yeah. Actually, going off of the whole uh, Wizard of Oz, there yeah. are so many behind-the-scenes, like, oh, yeah. not-okay things they did when making that movie, well, and that is one of them. The Witch's Broom was, uh, and the Scarecrow's costume, costume actually were both made with asbestos mm -hmm. as well. 
So asbestos, by the way, bad for you. Yes, it is. Yeah. So uh, there you go. There's your little knowledge. The next time you're watching Wizard of Oz with your little munchkin and rug burners right there at your house, uh, just point to it and say, that's asbestos that they're sticking their tongue out and letting the snow fall on. <laughs> and letting knowledge come into their brain. As they right. the apple of life. <laughs> we are going to talk about, hello. Hi. Vegas. So we will talk about that. But before we get into any of that, I've got to tell you about this Marine. Let's peep what's totes trending. Totes trending. I know a lot of times people will say, you know, oh, you're like, oh, hey, what do you do? I'm a Marine. Oh, thank you for what you do for our country. But I like, I, I cannot, because I am extremely unathletic. I try. I'm, I'm relatively unathletic. I'm not extremely, but I'm relatively unathletic. And I try, but I just, I, whatever. So if I'd gone in the Army, Navy, Air Force, Marines, or whatever, they'd have been like, you should do radio here because no. Put the gun down. Like, I just, I, I, I couldn't get it done. So I have a lot of respect. But when I think back to World War II, which is where my grandma met my grandpa, like, they literally met in a bomb shelter in England. Oh, wow. Yeah, uh, during World War II. It's thorough, man. Boom, boom, boom. Oh, my gosh, Holly, how are you? Uh, <laughs> Come anyway, here often. <laughs> uh, and I think about this Marine, a former Marine. He's 93. He's from Florida. He's celebrating his 93rd birthday. And he's totally shocked and surprised when, well, let's let Peter, the guy celebrating his birthday, tell you about it. I can't find a word. I'm so shocked that my daughters have been telling me all day, don't ask any questions. It's just unthinkable. What a thrill. Yeah, a military parade goes by his house. That's what Mm -hmm. you heard at the beginning. A military parade came by his home to honor the World War II Marine veteran obviously to help him celebrate his 93rd birthday there's two things i love about this story one is that's awesome that is awesome the other is he sounds like my impression of christine's mother i can't find a word i'm so shocked that my daughters have been telling me all day don't ask any questions it's just unthinkable doesn't it kind of sound like christine's mom it It really does oh my god i can't believe this is gonna happen right now oh my god my my daughter christine she's on the radio do you listen to the app it's free she pays for it for everyone you just download it it's on her I could hear your mother saying that. So that's just a great heartwarming, good news type story to kick off your totes trending today. I like it. I, I was, I'm a big fan. And you, you likey? Mm, I likey. If there's anything I likey, fishy likey, wingy. You know, a good chicken wing. You uh, know what I'm talking about? Right. And obviously if I say fishy likey, wingy, what do you think about? Uh, Chris Farley. Tummy likey. Tummy want wingy. Yeah, I love Chris Farley. <laughs> and today is National Chicken Wing Day. There's a song. Chicken wing, chicken wing, hot dog and bologna. Chicken and macaroni, chilling with my homies. Chicken wing, chicken wing, hot dog and bologna. Chicken and macaroni, chilling with my homies. Chicken yeah. wing, chicken wing, chicken wing. I'm loving the auto tune. Right? Getting really creative with the <laughs> lyrics on that too, right? right? So that's uh, so that what can what can best the chicken wing song? Well, today is National Chili Dog Day as well. There's a song for that. Sucking on a chili dog, 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 chili dog, sucking on a chili dog. Sucking on a doll, sucking on a chili doll, really sucking on. Wait, this is the best part. Sucking on chili dog, 
Sucking on a dog, sucking on a chili dog. It's National Chili Dog Day. <laughs> She's saying the same thing over and over again. Uh, Come no, on. Let's... Wait, wait, really? Wait, hold is he? A little ditty ah. about Jack and Diane. <laughs> Two American kids sucking on a chili oh, dog. Oh, gosh, here right, we go. Hey, come on. We all know this has nothing on the Connie and Fish chili dog song. He just said the it same thing over and over national. and over again. It is National Chili Dog Day. I mean, Christine, how re- weird that you would ask for that. I may have it handy. <laughs> <laughs> on Wait. National Chili Dog Day? I mean, it is National Chili Dog Day. Okay, here you go. Everybody wants a chili dog. Yeah, get some cheese on there. Mustard, onion. Yeah. Gonna fry your meat up and put it in the bun. Rub some chili on, let's have some fun with my chili dog. Chili dog. Chili, chili dog. Chili dog. Put it in your mouth, take a bite. Blowing out the bracket by the end of the night. Yeah, yeah, that's that's gold. That's a, that's that's original. That's a little bit better than you what you're saying. You need to submit then. that one <laughs> instead of this hit. Sucking on a chili dog. Sucking on a. You just like it because it blows out the back end of your uh, stuff. I mean, I don't like when that happens. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, and and who eats a chili dog by sucking? I don't. No. Uh, you've never you, sucked you, on a chili dog? No, no I, I bite my chili Same dogs. Same here. Yes. Well, you guys are from Detroit, so that makes a little bit of sense. <laughs> <laughs> they We're both feisty like that. Right near each other in the fancy part. Of Detroit. Oh, excuse me. We don't take our time and suck on our chili dogs. We're from fancy Detroit. <laughs> okay, okay, Lansing boy. That's right. Lansing gets it done. Uh, so uh, we were uh, a little bit ago here. We were just having a conversation about the fact that it's National Chili Dog Day. Mm-hmm. And I see that we've gotten a complaint text. You don't what? have to look. Don't look. <gasps> don't look. We did get a complaint text from a brother in pain who uh, was commenting on how uh, Christine and Stevie both didn't really like my chili dog song. Not the one of Connie and I did years ago, but. The sucking on a chili yeah. dog song. Yeah. Uh, however, he did say. Sucking on a chili dog. Sucking on a chili this, dog. Well, the, this would be on a chili dog. stuck sucking in his head all day. Dog. Don't you hate it when that happens? Yes. Sucking on a chili dog. So I was thinking about it. I'm like, okay, well, how can I help this guy? Help him maybe get that that out of his head. Okay. Now, smart A fish would play. Baby shark or something like that. Something, <laughs> something that. a bigger earworm. But instead, maybe maybe this will help you a little bit. Here's a guy beatboxing while playing the harmonica. <laughs> Did, no, that's not helping. No. Okay. Chili dog. Oh, yeah, it's still stuck in your head. <laughs> it's still stuck in your head. Okay, well then, uh, you know, uh, obviously we all are aware of a gentleman by the name of uh, Seal from back in the day. Did. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, this I will do for you just now because I do have to talk about Adele here in just a second. If you haven't figured out what I've been saying, uh, we'll give you. Should we give him Seal singing Seal? Oh, you have to. It feels like I feel like it's a must. I feel like it's a must. Like you, you got to give them seal, singing seal. So uh, hold on, there, it's gone. Okay. Oh no! Someone stole it. Nope, I'm kidding. Here it is. (laughs) 
get it out of your head? Are you good? I like it. Okay, now we've got to talk about Adele, Las Vegas, and uh, huh. we'll mix that in there as well. All right, so Adele, let's have a conversation about Adele real quick. But before we do, I have a ton of Adele stuff. Here we go. Hello. Oh, hello there. Hi, hello. Hola. Say hello to my little friend. Today's show is brought to you by the number 38 and the letter double D. Hello. 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 Howdy. Hello there, children. Hello from the other side. Adele. Hi there. Hi. Today's show. What kind of a show? Okay, you know Adele, like, I mean, everybody loves the old hello song is just a good to go to, but Rolling in the Deep was another one. I found a montage of 71 YouTube covers of Adele's Rolling in the Deep. I'm not even kidding. So why am I talking about Adele right now? Uh, because I I was asking Steve and Christine off the air today. Neither one of you have seen her in concert. Never. No. I am not kidding when I say you should bucket list it without a shadow of a doubt because she's so gifted and so incredible and very and quite funny because she's British and British people are typically so funny. So you have seen her in concert? No. Oh. Yeah, of you're... course yeah, I have. Oh. Yeah, I definitely have. I saw Adele in concert, and I'm saying, you should go. Yeah. It's without a shadow of a doubt, you should go. And you're getting an opportunity. It's not going to be cheap, but it's in Vegas. Adele is considering doing a residency in Las Vegas. Now, she'll kill it. They're going to get her for a song. <laughs> okay. Uh, they're <laughs> going to get her for a song, though, really, because it's only poor, 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 sweet Adele will only be making, they, they estimate, $138,000 a night. Oh, no. As Paul, Paul, oh. Sweet Adele performs. Now, I got to be honest with you. On the road, she'd make a lot more than that. $138,000 is not what you typically pay Adele to perform. It's well over $200,000 to get her to come to your venue. So, uh, this it, essentially, this venue holds 5,000 people. It's a brand new uh, place because I was like, where is she performing? Like Caesars or what? It's called Resorts World. Hmm. It's a 5,000 seat venue. Katy Perry, Luke Bryan, Celine Dion, Carrie Underpants, all in talks or will be performing in this venue. And now they're talking about Adele performing there as well. I actually do have uh, what it would probably sound like if you went to go see Adele in Vegas. Here, take a listen. Hello. It's me. Place your best, folks. Place your best. I was wondering if after all know if you've ever seen a concert in vegas but uh that's depending on where you go that's what it sounds like i have i saw the backstreet boys at planet hollywood and it was the one of the best experiences of my life and it was the backstreet boys it was amazing of your life yes you're just like alicia that way it was amazing she alicia volunteers and does uh cool things with the, the horses and kids and whatever it's today she's doing that and then horses she's talking about last night she's yeah. like i have found I'm, I'm combining because she she likes managing. She used to uh, actually help companies get back on their feet and consulting and yeah. real estate and all. She's like putting everything together that I love makes me the happiest I've ever been in my life, ever. This is what I, this is the greatest thing in my life. Alicia and I go to Hampton Palace in England years ago, Hampton mm-hmm. Court Palace, 
because we were visiting some of my family, and she's like, this is the greatest day of my life. <laughs> like, you're just like that. The best, the best moment of my life. It the was Backstreet one of Boys. the best moments of my life, yes. One of. Like, yes. there's not anything else that you can think of that's better. At this moment, no. The Backstreet, the Backstreet Boys, in, Boys Vegas in Vegas was, was unreal. Yeah, I'm sorry. It was just when I met, behind, when Connie and I years ago, and I've told you this story, met Nick Carter, and he was like, yeah, yeah, woo, 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 yeah. woo. <laughs> and then the mics are off, and he's like, oh, hey there. So it's a pleasure to meet you, and thank you very much That's for hilarious. interviewing me today. I'm sorry. I was like, nah, I'm done. Put the fork <laughs> in me. <laughs> Just shut up and sing, Nick. So there you go. Adele in Vegas. Put that on your bucket list. Bruno Mars, though, man. That's the one I want to see in Vegas. Oh, I'm with you. Yeah. I can't even imagine how good that show is. Christineology coming up here in just a few. All right, Christine, uh, you're you're gonna you're angry, you're upset, mm-hmm. and this isn't uh, being directed towards anybody in our building. And no, it's not. Which I'm cool with you doing. Go ahead, bro. <laughs> All right, you ready for Christineology, the study of what's going on in her brain? I'm ready. All Let's right, go. Ready. From my heart and from my hand, why don't people understand, Christine? I'm Christine, and I am an avid watcher and lover of reality TV. Okay, let's just call it what it is, trash TV. I have no shame in my game, but as much as I love watching these shows, I've noticed a common and disappointing theme throughout them all. Everyone looks like they just stepped out of a magazine, or in today's world, out of an Instagram post. From the Bachelor franchise to the Real Housewives, Love Island, Love is Blind, The Circle, just to name a few. The women are skinny with barely any fat on their bodies. They've got hair extensions, fake eyelashes, fake lips, big butts, tiny waists, etc., etc., etc. Let's not forget about the men who all just happen to be ripped. Granted, over the years, society has more from what is considered beauty, from tall, blonde, and skinny to being more accepting of color and curves. But there's still a typecast, thick with two C's in all the right places, but with an unrealistic waistline. Dare I say that Jersey Shore was the only show who actually had real-looking females? Obviously, I'm talking about the early years before they found fame and now have price tags dripping down their face. But my gripe isn't just with bodies. It's also with age. Why is it that everyone that gets cast on these shows are 22 to 27 in age? And when they do cast someone who's 28, 29, or dare I say it, 30, they automatically get considered the older one on the show. Where are the real bodies? Let's see some plus-size men and women who aren't in a race to lose weight. Let's see dad bods, scars with stories, people over the age of 27, and everyday-looking people. We fall in love, too. I may be a small woman in stature, but I've never seen an ab on my body or a gap in between my thighs. Reality is I'd be taking my 33-year-old ass and love handles to Love Island. Nice. Okay. So you, you covered a lot there. Why are there no no one? Why is there no one over thirty? Because uh, I couldn't agree with you more on ninety nine. Like I actually did audition for The Bachelor. I'm not joking. Did you? No. Years way. ago, yeah. Really? Years ago, yeah. I didn't even get the second round. Yeah. You know, they were like, yeah, okay. Uh, but uh, there was like years and years and years ago. But you're you're it's the reason that you're irritated that there's no one over the age of thirty on these shows, or the reason that it's that it's got you. Is because you're out of their demo now. Yeah, you are out of there. That, that was the only thing that I was like, I can answer that question. It's yep. because the majority of people who watch those shows are of those ages. Actually, that's false. So I, oh. I'm really, really into Love Island. Yeah. And I, I, um, I'm part of like I follow like a, a Facebook group. And a lot of people in there are people in their 40s and 50s oh, watching women, this show. Women and men, typically women, uh, I mean, they, they, these shows target women. But women and men 
older women and men will do watch them, but you're in the, that's not the sweet spot for them. Yeah. Well, they want the high school girls to start Facebooking and tweeting about it. They're, they're making more money that way. It's like a proven product. Yeah. The fact that people are as old as they are on the show, The Bachelor, The Bachelorette, shocks me. I, I just think it's ridiculous because th- when, when did 30 become old? It's old. I don't feel old. I know you don't. You won't feel old when you're 50 either. Yeah. Because that's who you are. And that's, I mean, your body changes. You get, all of a sudden, you're like, oh, my knee hurts for no reason. I was just picking up sticks in my yard. Yeah. Oh, that's you. That happened <laughs> oh. to Steve. Yeah, Steve. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, actually, I actually did that yesterday, too. Oh, my God. Uh, I had you to did pick it up again. St- well, no, no, I didn't dislocate my knee, but I had to pick up sticks in my backyard, and I was a little scared because I had to mow the lawn. Yeah, yeah I, I, we all uh, hung out the, the, over the weekend at Connie's pool, and we had like a like a pool party type thing in memory of Connie. Dan set it up, mm-hmm. and I heard Steve. Uh, Steve was running over to get something from uh, baby Charlotte, who was there, his beautiful baby girl, three years old. And you could hear his hip click, 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 uh-huh. click. Because he was running over. It was terrible. And I was like, let's loud. see what's on reality TV, everybody. Yeah. Yeah, where's the Golden Girls? The Golden Girls Miami Beach. Yeah, there's nothing better than Blanche in a thong if she was with us. Rest in peace. Okay, so if you're planning a road trip or if you want to hear a, just a, a what they're saying is a wonderful new song. I think it's the new style of singing. I shared it with Christine off the air before the show today. Her name is Sarah Brand. She's a, uh, it's called the Red Dress video. I threw it up on our yep. social media. She is a singer, director, actor, and she's trying to become big. And she's got a, a unique style to her voice that people are saying, really? But maybe this is the new trend. But the only one who should steer is me. Cause what Steve, future hit? No. Yeah, I threw it on our social media. Somebody shared it on their social media, and they said, my cat screaming sounds better than this girl. (laughs) Like, like there's three minutes and 27 seconds I won't get back from my life. And then Christine and I heard the song. Christine, you did a bunch of research. It's Taylor Swift that she's kind of... Copying. Yeah. Yeah, Taylor Swift, Wildest Dreams. But she has almost half a million views on her YouTube video, so clearly uh, it's the future. Yeah. I'd still rather listen to Rebecca Black's Friday. That's what they're comparing her to is Rebecca <laughs> yeah. Black. Yeah, Rebecca's Black Friday actually has to, at least a tone to it. Or right? It's, yeah, tune, exactly. Right? Let's rando. O-M-G. What? L-O-L. When you text me that, I said, oh, well. Man. Rando, texto, message via Apple, free download to an Apple store, Christina. Hey, guys. I'm wondering if anyone else in the Click of Six has experienced this and how they handled it. My employer has been remote since March 2020, and we've had the best year yet. In the message telling us how great it's been the past year, they announced we are now required to come back to the office four days a week, with the exception of those who are unvaccinated, who can continue working from home as we have been for the last year and a half, quote, indefinitely. Would you just tell your employer you aren't vaccinated to continue working from home or tell the truth and be forced back into the office? If it makes any difference, my reason for not wanting to return is being a grad student who also works full time, not just liking to work and sweat, LOL. I have also asked for an exception and was told no. Steve, 
Well, it sounds like he already kind of screwed himself over by asking for, for an exception. exception. Yeah, I was and he the can't same. go ahead and lie. But I, I mean, if he hadn't done that, I'd say go ahead and lie. Really? Yeah. Just lie so you could stay home. Is that really fair to your company that's paying you money and asking you to come back and work there? Yes. It's not actually fair. No, I think it is. Why is it fair? <clears throat> uh, I mean, as long as his productivity stayed exactly the same, I think it's 100% Actually, it's fair. better. <laughs> it's better. Then there we go. And they're saving money on uh, not having, they could have a smaller workspace if, if uh, not a lot of people come back. Let's call this guy Bob. If Bob isn't here, we can get that small office we've always wanted. Well, if a bunch save. of people ended up not coming back, then they can get a smaller office and they can save money there. So what does this guy, what do you do in this situation where this guy is uh has to come back to work doesn't want to loves working from home uh the grad student thing i don't understand why that's relevant uh, for an it's, argument it's not yeah uh good i think for he you, was though. just trying to respect back it up a little more yeah bro <laughs> seriously no joke uh joking aside seriously respect on getting the grad thing that's a lot of work i'm yeah, sure it is but should this guy lie to his employer say he's not vaccinated even though he is so he can stay home or should he do what his employer is saying, which is come back? Now, you sent this rando text, though, to three people that were working from home during, co- during COVID. And then when Connie, who we lost earlier this year to cancer, got sick, I actually said, we need to all come back in the studio. We can't do a show with Christine, who we've never worked with and it doesn't really, with all due respect, hasn't really done morning radio, except for a little bit in a smaller town a couple hours from here. Uh, we can't really do it remotely. It's not going to work. It's mm-hmm. going to be too clumpy. So we all came back. And Steve, you were the one that I was, I th- I was waiting for you to go, no. I My productivity at home sucked. I mean, everything was much harder to do. There was like I, It added like, uh, I don't know, a half dozen steps to a bunch of different things I had to do. Here he goes, I'm fertile and my kid <laughs> screws it up. Yeah. No, it wasn't the kid screwing it up. It was just literally like everything I had to do, like editing the audio and stuff, it like had extra steps because I had to download, upload, download, upload to get stuff yeah. back and forth. Now I'm that- with you. Like, I didn't like working from home. No. I would come in here a lot. Um Maybe a couple days a week I'd stay from home, but I was not productive at home. So this guy is saying, and Click of Six, please weigh in all the ways. Uh, click of Six people that listen. That's why we call you Click of Six, because only six people would listen. Uh, click of Six, what we're asking right now is he is saying, by the way, he's more productive at home. Yes. and it He is saying that. Proves that the company overall, had, the, had according to the employer, had their most successful year yet. But there's a reason they want him back. Well, I mean, I, personally, I don't think it's fair of the company. Uh, way in all the way, guy. Way in all the ways, guys. Uh, we got. We'll get to it next. Rando Texto needs your help out. O M G. Rando Texto message over via Apple free download. Oh, Christina. I'm wondering if anyone else in the Click of Six has experienced this and how they handled it. My employer has been remote since March of 2020, and we've had the best year yet. In the message telling us how great it's been the past year, they announced we are now required to come back to the office four days a week. With the exception of those who are unvaccinated, who can continue working from home, as we have been the last year and a half indefinitely. Would you just tell your employer you aren't vaccinated to continue working from home? Or tell the truth and be forced back into the office? If it makes any difference, my reason for not wanting to return is being a grad student who also works full time. I don't just like to work in my sweats. <laughs> I have also asked for an exception and was told no. All right, so here's uh, my point to the brother in pain. I, I, the grad student thing, I think, is irrelevant, but again... Good for you. Not just saying that. I really mean that. Good for you. I want to go with what Steve was talking about before we get to some uh, answers from the members mm-hmm. of the uh, Click of Six. 
because we don't know what type of company this is. We don't know why they had the best year ever last year. I mean, maybe they had the best year ever last year because they're a mask company. Or they sold toilet paper. Bingo. (laughs) Right. I mean, it could be that. But they are saying, if you're vaccinated, come back. Now he's going, well, maybe I should just lie and say I'm not vaccinated so I can work from home. I want to work from home. You're saying if you're not going to get busted, go ahead and do the lie, right? Yeah, and I'm also thinking, too, it's just, it's like, it's not very fair. Um, this isn't fair To at the all. employees. I mean, if you're not vaccinated, I, they should, and I don't know, they should make them wear masks and make them come back, too, and social distance and stuff. My point is, like, these companies, like, we don't know what they did. And if they're telling you to come back and they want you back there and they're, it's your company, you're going to stay, they pay your salary, then suck it up. It sucks. I, I wish I could wake up every day like we were during COVID. And obviously, I wish Connie was still alive so I could do it with her, right? Yeah. But no offense. No, none taken. Just talking to Steve. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, so, no, but honestly, like, I, you know, and I could grab a shower, go downstairs, call Connie and say, hey, what are we doing today? What do you, well, How are you feeling? You know, whatever. Right. right? I, it, it is good to get out of the house, dude. Trust me. It is kind of a good thing. What are people saying on the... Uh, you know, via social media, texting, app, etc. Kind of going off, I think, the point Steve was trying to make. Uh, we got a text from someone who said it, they're basically uh, people who haven't gotten shots are getting special treatment. She said if you can do your job from home and you're doing it correctly and you're doing it every day like you're supposed to, there's no reason why you can't stay home. She goes, it's basically a bonus for the people that didn't get shots. Yeah, without us getting into the whole vaccinate or non-vaccinate yeah. thing, it is a point and it is rolls right off of what Steve was saying yeah. as well. They clearly are identify with Steve. Yeah. But uh, that's, I mean, that is a solid point. It doesn't seem fair. Well, life's not fair. But still, doesn't seem fair. Uh, majority of people are saying work from home. Your personal choices are none of their business. Um, someone oh. said, I think it's incredibly telling that they're calling you back to the office when productivity increased while everyone worked remotely. Sounds like micromanaging work from home. Uh, so these people are saying that are saying work from home are saying lie. Yeah, mm-hmm. but someone on the other end said, why lie? Tell the truth. Nobody wants an employee to lie in order to have it their way when flexible time is still being allowed. Not a very good trait for an employee. Don't lie in order to get your way. Be truthful or find another employer Bingo. that will allow you 100% remote to be to better fit your needs. Here is my point to you, dude, and I know that he, uh, he, he wanted to come on the air, and he's, I know he's listening, and, and he was going to interact via text. My point is this. Just be honest. Look, it's crappy that people, I, I've been vaccinated. It's crappy people, you know, I'm doing better work home for this reason, this reason, this reason, this reason. Hey, you know, I want to I wanna stay working from home. If that's not the case, then I'm going to have to consider moving on. Then go to work, and as you're going to work, start looking start for your looking next for job. Start looking for another job. I actually think that's a very fair point. It's not. You know, there's things that they've, that they've wanted us to do here that maybe we didn't want to do and then you have to weigh the pros and cons you stay or go it's that simple yeah i i'm with you although the majority of people are saying lie lie mm-hmm. the majority of people are saying just do like it's none of their business if if you want to lie lie personally for me i don't think i'd be able to but i like what you presented like give them a list of valid reasons yeah why you should stay working from home, how your productivity has been better, how you're making it more beneficial for that employer. Maybe they'll work. Maybe they'll change some things. I'm not your boss, Christine, but I I definitely am running the show. And if you reached out to me and you were like, fish, I got to work from home. I want to work from home. It's better. This boom, 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 boom. Here are the reasons. And one of your reasons 
was I'm a grad, I'm getting my, you know, I'm a grad student thing and doing remote classes 20 minutes after the show, blah, blah, but I can get all my work done. I'd be like, that's a Christine problem. Yeah, I wouldn't mention the grad problem. student thing. Yeah, that's a Christine problem. Your grad student thing is a, that's a you, you. Like somebody said, like I told our lazy salesperson, lazy salesman who was working from home. Oh, I think this is the, is this the guy? Is that the guy? <laughs> no, 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 that's the not office. the guy. Oh, yeah. Somebody said, like I told a lazy salesperson that works for our company, this isn't me, uh, get your butt back in the office. If I have to wake up at 5 a.m. and come and run stuff, then they can get up as well. LOL. I love it when people say stuff seriously. Like, God, you're such an annoyance. I really hate you. <laughs> LOL. I know. People use LOL as punctuation. Yeah. <laughs> and, and as a way to go, no, I'm just kidding. But yeah, I'm really not. But yeah. not really. Yeah. <laughs> really not, uh, yeah, yeah. What can I do for you? How are you guys? I'm pretty good. How you doing? This is Yaya from Ohio. How you doing? I'm all right. I was missing everyone. Oh, we miss you, baby. What can we do for you today? Oh, I just called to um, talk about the rando, texto, video, apple, whatever you call it. Okay. <laughs> uh, what do you, you want to say, Yaya? Uh, well, my point of view is that businesses are businesses, and they make this decisions based on what they want not what the employees need and unfortunately most of the time that's the case so if this person doesn't agree with the rules that are being established unfortunately he should move on yeah, and quit. get a different job where he can be is a he right yes it's yeah. a he. where he can be permanently working from home I mean, I would offer him a job, but he already said he could lie, so I'm not going to. <laughs> it's perfect and great advice. If you don't like it, get to step, and that's what we'd all do, right? Yeah, I'm going to hit up Yaya get that job. Yeah, Burger. <laughs> Next, 95.7. Let's peep what's totes trending. Totes trending. All right, so I thought, you know, because there's so many weird things going on in our world, and there's always so much negative, right? Once in a while, it's nice to have some good news, a good story, right? Mm -hmm. So let's show you an example of uh, this woman from Connecticut. Definitely, this would be considered good news. I need some good news. Are you ready for some good news? Are you ready for some good news, man? Well, some good news. Well, I have some good news. Really? Good news? Tell them the good news. Spit it out! So this sister with a brain, her name is uh, Christina. Actually, the the bride is uh, Christina. Gabrielle is... uh, going to be the one that's going to be talking for us here in a second. Uh, she's a Connecticut woman. She's receiving praise for finding an envelope with $500 inside and returning it to its rightful owners, a married couple that were giving it as a gift to their reverend. I see there's an envelope on the ground. It said Reverend Dennis on the outside. There was no last names. It just said from Christina and Dave. So that's when I contacted my friend's mom, who's good at Searching for people online. We're desperately trying to find the owners of the card. Um, You know, please let us know if that's you. It was incredible that she even saw the cash and wanted to return it, but then that they went to so much trouble to find us was just really, really incredible. Yeah, it's a great story. It's got a unique ending, by the way. Christina, the bride that was talking there at the end, actually said, I don't know why that part was cut out, but uh, she went on to say, yeah, and we were already married, and we explained everything to the reverend, and he was like, that's cool, don't worry about it, so we're going to keep the money. <laughs> I don't think that's how <laughs> it went. Yeah, she, she kept it. I thought that was very rude, but uh, you know, what are you going to do? That's a fish ending. That's a fish ending? Yes. 
Sounds very inappropriate. I was about to say, you don't want to see the other fish in there. Yeah, yeah, you you sick freak. No way. Olympics, are you ready? I'm ready. Let's get our medal count. USA, 13 gold medals! China, 14 gold medals! Japan, 13 gold medals! Russia, 7 gold medals! That's your heavy metal count for the Olympics as of 11.45 last night. There were some cool things, though, that happened at the Olympics yesterday. I mean, it was kind of Alicia and I were uh, watching the Simone Biles thing. Mm -hmm. I have a theory about Simone Biles. I was telling Steve about it off the air. Someone in her family, like her mom, dad, whatever, someone close to her, is either really sick. I'm being serious. I'm not making a joke. Or somebody just dumped her. If you go back a couple months and you watch her where she's lost her step, and they, they had said it. I hadn't seen it yet. And she has lost her step. She still is ridiculously she's gifted. She's been talking about her mental health struggles. And that's it. She doesn't say it's anything hurt. She should, she'd should. she say she was hurt if there was, you know, but she's saying mental health. Mm-hmm. And they talk about how it's a lot of pressure, but I'm like, eh, something's going on in her personal life. But anyway, uh, let's go to Caleb right now. Caleb will take the gold in the men's 100-meter freestyle. It's super close. The second-placed uh, Australian was only behind him by six hundredths of a second. Hundredths, wow. Hundredths. Dressel by a tenth at the turn. It's Chalmers down there, three-tenths back. Dressel trying to hang on down the stretch here in the final 25 meters. Dressel's got the lead above him. Is Kolesnikov coming on just a little bit. Dressel is losing some ground. Here comes the Russian above him in lane four. But Dressel is hanging tough as we expected. And Caleb Dressel from the United States is going to win gold up there in lane four. Caleb's uh, time, by the way, is a record. It's 47.02 seconds. It's a new Olympic record. Wow. Yeah, that was uh, that happened yesterday. Uh, another U.S. swimmer made more history, by the way. Bobby Fink was fifth place in the 800-meter freestyle and then turned it on to win. The fascinating part of this one is even the announcers are surprised that he's doing it. Leading him, but here comes Romanchuk from Ukraine making a move. Bobby Fink's up there in lane three, making his own move, and the American is passing by everybody. Unbelievable. Fink is going to win gold for the United States in the first ever 800 free in the Olympics. Wow. Now, this is your uh, Olympic update. Uh, wow was the big moment yeah, of excitement. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> That was your Olympic update uh, as of last night, right? Uh, yeah. You know, we try and give you something every single day. One of the things that I found fascinating, though, Alicia and I were watching Simone Biles and uh, just the whole thing going on, and uh, we're having a conversation. And she's like, "I, I just, it's harder on our in our network to find the horse stuff. She wants to watch dressage and all that." Mm-hmm. And she told me this story. And there's a guy uh, from the Australian horse team. And I hope I'm allowed to say this, but I'm sure I'm allowed to say it because it's it's news. We just don't hear about it here. So he's on the Australian horse team, right? Mm-hmm. And he's the trainer. Okay. And they all get ready, and they all pack up their horses and go out to the Olympics. And they're there, and they're doing testing. And one of the horse, com- you know, computers, the competition, or Com- the competitors. Computers. The computers. Oh, I love it. I guess to call them computers from now on. Yeah, one of the computers. One of the competitors. <laughs> so brain fart. Yeah, right. Uh, one of the competitors. Thank you. Sorry about that. I'll never hear the end of that. But <laughs> not from Steve. You yeah. won't. No. Yeah, I'm gonna correct you every time you say yeah. competitors now. One of, so one of the competitors from computers. Austra- computers from Australia actually tested positive for cocaine. Okay. Oh. Yeah. 
So his entire team was eliminated. What? I know. I the didn't entire know that, team? It's an Olympic rule. Yeah. I did not know that. That's no. so selfish, man. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, I don't know if you've like, ever known anybody with a serious addiction problem no, like that. No, it's selfish of him to, like, you know, put his whole team at risk. Well, I mean, that's, yeah, but the problem is he's clearly, got, I'm not, I mean, I agree, but he's got an addiction and he, you know, clearly hooked. I mean, he's, you're hooked, you know, I, I would assume. Well, maybe he tripped and fell and landed in a pile. Of cocaine? Uh-huh. Oh, it happens every day. <laughs> yeah, it does. It happened to me today on my way to work, Steve. I'm fine. I'm fine. What are you walking Olympics. There's your update. Wee. Uh, before we get into this airport thing, in about five minutes, if you have a wedding coming up, mm-hmm. uh, you have a sister with a brain or a brother in pain that's going to be getting married, this woman came up for with a brilliant, it is a brilliant idea for her bridesmaids. We'll talk about that in a second, but first... Let's go to Houston, Texas. So in Houston, they were having a little bit of trouble. They were getting a lot of complaints about people waiting for their baggage. Tell me if you think this was a good idea. The Houston airport in Texas was experiencing an extraordinary amount of complaints regarding the baggage claim wait times. So the executive reduced the waiting time down to eight minutes, but despite that, the complaints still persisted. Upon further investigation, they found out that it only took passengers one minute to walk from their arrival gate to baggage claim, and then seven more minutes for their luggage to arrive, which meant that 88% of their time was spent standing around doing nothing. So the airport came up with a clever solution. They moved baggage claim as far as possible so now it took passengers six times longer to get to it. Complaints dropped to nearly zero. Wow. Are we that needy of a people? What? Like that? Are we like I, I, instant I, gratification? Yeah, I don't need. I don't mean to sound like I'm running from. I just wonder, are we as Americans, are we that needy? To where in Houston, they had to pay all that money to move that. You don't just pick up and move the baggage area. Like that's a lot of money. Yeah, it is. They make it harder for you to get to your luggage. It'll take you longer, and people complained like basically zero. Yeah. I think it's it's hilarious. It's pretty funny. (laughs) I wonder how much money that cost. Like, I would think a mill easy. Easy mill. Oh, yeah. Moving the baggage area? Yeah. Like, couple mill? More than that. Are we that impatient? A dozen mill? A dozen mill. Is that a real number? A dozen mil, yes. A dozen mil. <laughs> oh, my God. Could I get that coffee over there, the cups? and Oh, could I get a dozen mil from you before I go to? <laughs> Sounds like a good plan. Okay, bridesmaids, going to hook you up. Or if you're getting married, Sister with a Brain came up with a great idea. It's next. Okay, so you're getting married, right? And uh, there's something coming up. You've been in three weddings, Christine. Mm-hmm. Steve, you've actually ironically been in three as well. Yes, I have. Okay. So there's something coming up, and that is specifically for the ladies, the sisters with a brain. There's going to be some bills involved here. How much is the dress? You know, the uh, bachelorette party. What do you want to do? Well, this sister with a brain came up with an idea that people online are calling glorious. No, I won't give in. And it's a very, very simple thing to do. To the degree where... If you say you don't agree with her, I'd be shocked, Christine. Okay. And I think people should spread the word. Here she here she is kind of talking about it. Her name is Talia. The first thing I put on my Google form is a message to my bridesmaids and then straight into our wedding theme and wedding colors. Please don't forget, ask them for their name. This is going to help you when it comes to the results. 
Then I asked them questions like if they want to stay all together in a hotel room or an uh, Airbnb the day of the wedding. Yes, no, maybe. I also asked them if they want their hair professionally done and also their makeup. We have to be very mindful of their spending, especially if they will be spending on their dress as well. Yeah, they, they, her friends are loving on her. They were anonymous yeah. in the form. There was a form that she originally sent. Obviously, some stuff she needed to know who they were. But, like, oh, what do you want to spend on your dress? Where do you want to stay? Again, do you want that hair and makeup done professionally? That's going to cost extra money. What are your budgets? How do you feel? She took that information and came up with a fair plan. So you don't have to go pay 250 bucks day of the wedding, Christine, to get your a Brazilian blowout. Huh? <laughs> See, that's a hair term. Yes, it is a hair mm-hmm. term. A Brazilian blowout for your hair. Uh, and then where Steve's wife, who doesn't need a Brazilian blowout, would have to pay 250 bucks so she could sit with all the girls. Yeah. There we go. You yep. know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You can adjust that way. Is she brilliant or is it like, well, duh? Uh, I think it's a little bit of a duh, but it, not many people think of that. Uh, we use, actually, when we do our girls' trip, we always use Google Forms and we talk about what we're bringing what and all that stuff, like stuff you should bring on the trip, what each as individuals we're going to contribute so, so you think it's a duh what she did, but no one does it. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. It's a duh, but not many people do it. So it is brilliant. Right. Like when you find a guy to marry, I, we, we learned earlier, as Steve sourced uh, today during uh, when we were talking about the text question of the day, and we know this about you from days days past as uh-huh. well, you were strongly attracted to men that happened to end up being gay. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so when you, when you find that guy that doesn't end up happening to, hopefully at least, be great for the show. But, uh, you know, it, it hopefully doesn't end up being gay. When you get married, will you do something like that? Oh, yeah. I'd probably make it way easier than trying to figure everything out yourself or individually contacting each person. Yeah, no, that, she did a good job by trying to figure, like, it simplified everything. See, sometimes a little bit of knowledge from people actually help you see what's right in front of you. Mm-hmm. For example, that form, put out a form mm-hmm. like the bridesmaid did. And what, what was it again? Google Docs, right? Yeah. yeah. Put out a Google Doc like the bridesmaid did and do that. Or a little nug for me. The best thing you can do when you're married, whether it's the first time, second time, is refer to her not as your wife, but your first wife. (laughs) She really enjoys it. It's a lot of fun. And people pause and look at it funny. I think it's neat. She doesn't. Oh, here's another thing you shouldn't say Uh when you get married, because people used to say happy wife, happy or happy Happy wife, happy life. I would always say happy wife, no knife. And then... (laughs) I said it at a grocery store, and a woman looked at Alicia funny, and she got mad at me and said, please never say that again. And then she pulled out her switchblade. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you are wrong, my friend. It was a butterfly knife, oh. and it makes the really cool noise. <laughs> Boink. Today for the text question of the day, hopefully it takes you back to when you were just, you're naughty. 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 Uh, well, my parents would kill me if they knew... Blank. I, they knew I blanked or blanked when I was younger. So, what did you do? Christine's is some of the car that we can't say again uh, because we feel like it's giving ideas to people. <laughs> Mine involved either booze or weed, whatever. Right? And Steve won't say anything because he's terrified mommy and daddy are going to ground him. Exactly. He pleaded the fifth, much like some people on our social media. They were like, nice try. Yeah, right. (laughs) That's why we have the app and the text. You're always anonymous when you message in. And man, you guys gave some great stories today. Mm -hmm. My parents would kill me if they knew I drove my grandma and grandpa's car when I was 15 to go see my much, much older boyfriend. I was dog sitting while they were on vacation. I only had my learner's permit. 
And they may uh, also not be happy that my friends and I had Motel 6 parties and got drunk on the weekends of our senior year. <laughs> Good Lord. I went 100 miles an hour down a major highway at 2 a.m., somebody said, in an area marked 45. Wow. And I bought alcohol for my little sister. That's an answer for the text question of the day. My parents would kill me if they knew I blank when I was younger. Don't do this next one. Jumped off the garage roof into our pool. Yeah, don't do yeah. that. Yeah, you could die and or get paralyzed. I used to sneak my boyfriend over when they left. Somebody else said, I'd love to tell you, but my mom... Oh, the social media follows you guys. Here, here's another one. They already knew. They already know it's a holiday tradition to share our adventures while cooking dinner. <laughs> But what was your answer? You're like, Steve, you're still afraid to tell us. Somebody else said, I was raised with my uh, parents telling us three girls, you might think we don't know everything, but we do. Fast forward to us girls. We're now in our late 20s, married, whatever. We're having family dinner with my parents, and we start talking about what we did in high school. Picture both parents with their mouths wide open. I guess they don't always know. Heads up. Skipped school to haul horses to a show? That's a good one. A couple of us went drifting down some back roads in high school. We almost slid down a massive hill a few times. I wasn't a driver. I'm glad that we're even alive. Somebody else got a tattoo when they were 16 and never told their mom. Good I answer. Knew some, I knew some girls who did that or, or piercings. Uh, piercings? Uh-huh. What do you mean, like in their belly button? Yeah. All right, well, that's not, that doesn't seem that bad, is it? Uh, I mean, when you're underage and trying to hide it from your parents who say no, <laughs> oh, yeah. it could be bad. That's true. Don't, yeah. Uh, here's another one for a top five-ish right now for today's text question of the day. My parents would kill me if they knew I blank when I was younger. They would die if they knew I had a massive party when they went away for a weekend when I was 20. I was in a very quiet trailer park in my hometown. I invited at least 50 people. Wow. Not knowing that my brother did the same thing the same night next door. <laughs> the party got massively out of control. LOL. Thankfully, my brother helped me clean everything up the next day and made it look like nothing ever happened. That's a bond right there. That right? is a bond. Creates a bond. They'd roll over in their graves if they knew I skinny dipped into the lake and never got caught. Oh, and I actually got caught by a DNR dude. I was 18 with a bunch of girlfriends. That a must bunch. have been a weird day. <laughs> Calm down, Steve. I can see that in your <laughs> I eye. Know. Right Good for you. Let's go to. Uh, Number four. My parents would kill me if they knew I blanked when I was younger. I didn't get my college diploma when I walked. I took my very last needed course at a community college six months later, so it would be cheaper and easier. <laughs> Number three, I was drunk for a gymnastics meet in high school, but I still placed, so it's all good. Can you imagine getting drunk and doing gymnastics? Right? No, no, you've got to be pretty solid. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Number two. My parents would kill me if they knew I blank when I was younger. Guys, back in school, I was really what they would call a goody two-shoes. Hee hee. I was a cheerleader and whatever, but they didn't know. I actually made a bunch of money selling pot. <laughs> <laughs> it's always the goody two-shoes. Number one for the text question of the day. Number one. My parents would kill me if they knew I blanked when I was younger is going to be Steve's favorite, without a shadow of a doubt. <laughs> I actually made Christine make this number one. Okay. I felt very awkward about this one. I almost, you know what balloon animals are, right, Steve? Yes. All right, that's our code word, safe word, whatever you want to call it, right? I almost made balloon animals with my cousin when I was younger. <laughs> yeah, my mom would have killed me if she knew. Oh, cousin loving. <laughs> oh, isn't it sweet? Yes, it is. Hey, cuz, come here. And, and here's the fun part off the air. 
Christine reads it to me and I'm like, she's like, oh my God, I don't even know what to do with this. And I'm like, number one, she's like, that's gross. I'm like, matters how hot your cousin is. It does. And we've come to find out recently that there's enough genetic differences between you and a first cousin to where it's yeah. very, very, very unlikely don't you that have anything like bad would 30 happen. 30 cousins? Mm-hmm. There you go. There, no, that's a pretty big dating pool. Yeah, we just opened that bad boy up for you, girl. That's so weird. Or awesomely weird, right? <laughs> no. Yeah, or maybe. We'll see. You ready to get funky? Shaka Connie, that's all I want to do. Wake up. I don't want to get up. 